Good morning, and I wish to start thanking Mrs. Francesca Donato and the other members of the Parliament for kindly invitation to this meeting. Um, I am a pathologist, and I will bring you the point of view of the biologist and of the medical doctor and of the professor of pathology. As a molecular pathologist, my task and my duty is to study the molecular mechanisms of diseases, whatever is the cause, in this case, COVID, and also the adverse effect of the vaccine. So uh, the double take home message of my lecture is here. COVID-19 has been presented as a rather unknown disease, a novel disease, which is not completely true, as I will show you. And the other message is that we could have done it better. We could have managed better by just remembering what we teach to the medical student at the third year. So let me start presenting you what is COVID. COVID is essentially, uh, it presents with symptoms of a flu with and the other message is that we could have done it better we could have managed better by just remembering what we teach to the medical student at the third year so let me start presenting you what is covid covid is essentially uh, it presents with symptoms of a flu with mild to moderate uh, intensity in the majority of the cases with fever, uh, loss of appetite, fatigue, and uh, muscle aches, shortness of the breath. But these symptoms would relieve in the majority of cases within eight, 10 days with no consequences and leaving immunity. There are cases where uh, the pathology um, has a more severe course, where the patient experiences uh, difficulty in walking, confusion, um, coughing up blood, and persistent chest pain. And again, in a few percentage of cases, uh, the disease can progress and develop a respiratory syndrome, a distress syndrome, and may have this multi-organ failure with fatal outcome. This happens especially in elders with comorbidity. So this is bringing the patient to the ICU. And of course, this has brought a work overload to uh, our healthcare workers. Now, why I'm pointing to the importance of history? Because it was not, at the end, a truly unknown disease. Because the severe acute respiratory syndrome was described by Carlo Urbani in 2003. He was the first one describing these disease in a patient who was hospitalized in Hanoi. And he was an expert in tropical diseases. So 
they asked him for a consultation. Unfortunately, he got the disease. He understood that it was a respiratory virus causing that. And in fact, he died unfortunately just a few weeks later and he asked first to use his lungs to check what was going on. And you can see what is going on in the lungs. If you leave untreated the patient, then may, many, some of them, can develop an interstitial fibrosis. And when you get that, of course, there is no way to have gas exchange. So, you can see, in fact, that the virus was at the beginning named novel coronavirus, but then they had to rename it as SARS-CoV-2 just because it is very much similar to SARS-CoV, the one that caused the SARS described by Carlo Urbani. There is, however, one important difference in the genome. You can see that in the sequence for the spike protein, there is a cleavage site which makes this virus more infective, yet much less lethal which is logic if you think of the evolution of microorganisms, especially the virus, they can survive only if they live alive, the host. And in fact, you can see here that the virus can enter the cells in two ways. That's why it is more infective. One way is through endocytosis, the other way is through a fusion with the plasma membrane of the cell. But in both cases, once it is inside the cell, the messenger RNA will be released, translated into proteins, then the virus assembles within the membranes of the host cell, and then will go out and infect other cells. Now, I point out the importance of the buccular system in the cell, which is a protective system. It is the autophagy lysosomal degradation pathway. And the virus exploits and somehow modulates this pathway to escape degradation. But, but in the majority of the case, next slide, please. In the majority of the cases, the cell can recognize foreign viruses and entrap the virus into this buccular system for degradation. And then we inform the immune system of the attack. What happens is that in the elders, this degradation pathway is not so efficient. And virus can somehow hijack this pathway. So in that case, what happens is that we have a hyperinduction of the inflammatory and immune response, which leads to what we call cytokine storm. Now, again, we had and we had many inhibitors. You can see they are listed there. Inhibitors and monoclonal antibody that can stop the cytokine storm. Now, uh, if we go back to the disease, you can see that the lungs are the main organ affected, but 
also the intestine and other organs might be interested. And what happens is that the upper and lower respiratory tracts are affected, but also it's important to stress the vasculature, so the endothelial cells, and what is the renin angiotensin system which controls our blood pressure. Now, this is happening in the CDL cases, and what you can see, it is driven by the cytokine storm where interleukin-6 is playing the major role. Now, look at the right side. Interleukin-6 is doing more than just driving the inflammation. It's telling the liver to produce coagulation proteins, is telling the bone marrow to produce platelets. So no surprise if you then get intravascular coagulation disseminated. And in fact, next please. This is, okay. The first fatal mistake is this, no autopsy. And we are pathologists. If you do not perform a autopsy, you cannot find out what's the reason of death. And I like also to stress the aphorism of Heraclito saying that you will never find the truth if you are not willing to accept it. <laughs> so it's important that you look for the truth if you want to find it. The next please. So let's go back to the cytokine storm. And important that you look for the truth if you want to find it. The next please. So let's go back to the cytokine storm. And this is, as I said, is causing at the end the disseminating intravascular coagulation with thromboembolism. And this is what we could have discovered with autopsies. You can see what happens in the lung. That is an alveoli of the lung. And you can see that there is, because of the hyperinflammation, activation of fibroblasts. They will produce collagen fibers, and these will make very, very difficult for the gas to be exchanged. But what else is happening? The presence of thromboembolism. So at that point, giving oxygen to the patient is useless. And that's the reason why our patients, once they enter the ICU, it was too late. They could not be saved. The next, please. And what's the second fatal mistake? Keep them home with paracetamol, which is only treating fever. It's not counteracting inflammation. So if you leave the patients at home with the wait and see and just treating fever, of course, after 15 days, as I showed before, they will come to you with the interstitial fibrosis, but that is too late. But you can see there is no, no literature supporting that treatment. Instead, you can see, and we learn again from the previous SARS, that we could treat our patients, and we, many of us, have treated the patients with just regular anti-inflammatory drugs and with supplements supporting the immune system and 
counteracting the oxidative stress. And you can see there some publication, there is also one my paper uh, pointing on the importance of modulating autophagy again. So now what happens is that after two years and more than 200,000 uh, deaths, uh, it has been published then that indeed with anti-inflammatory drugs, we could have done better. Next, please. Then I move to the molecular mechanisms underlying the other effect of the spike protein affecting the cardiovascular system and causing altered, altered control of the blood pressure and so on. And you can see these is done by the spike, whether it comes from the virus or it comes from the so-called vaccine. And what happens is that it is depleting AC2, which is controlling blood pressure. Next, please. And next, yes. And in fact, these vaccine so-called vaccine, unfortunately, has not been made in a good way because it is driving the synthesis of this spike protein. And it is, by the way, a spike protein modified. The mass messenger RNA, as you can see, it binds to AC2 more evidently. And the mRNA has been modified to be stabilized, so it is not recognized not destroyed by the cell. It cannot trigger the antiviral interferon um, step. So we could have done better by using also omics technology. Next, please. Omics technology would have allowed to make a personalized profile of our patients to understand who was really susceptible to this uh, disease to protect. Next slide, please. We could have used omics technology to profile our patients for a personalized vaccination, excluding the patients recovered from uh, the infection who are already immunized, or those patients who are under immunosuppressive therapy or are immunodeficient, they cannot respond anyhow, whatever. You can do four, five, 10 every month, you can vaccinate, they cannot respond. So we should have used these technologies to provide who could really benefit from vaccination. Next, please. And, and to conclude, and to conclude, um, indeed, the virus is very much similar to the well-known SARS-CoV-1. COVID disease uh, was not so completely unknown and could be cured with appropriate therapy, early therapy. Thanks. And, and, and we could have done better if we would have done the autopsy, we, have, we would have studied the cellular and molecular pathways of infection, we have, would have treated the patients early, we would have remembered pathology. 
that is just learned back in the textbook, then profiling our patients. So in simple words, we could have said by trusting through science, not having faith in technology. That is the big mistake. And I wish to conclude with my hero, our hero, Giordano Bruno. He said, if this science, and nowadays it's only technology, not science, which will bring great advantage to men, will not help men to understand himself, then it will end up turning against men. Thanks very much for your attention.